Hello, and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things. The podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and learn a little bit more about how they came to be. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thanks for joining me today. Let's get things rolling. So, it's been on my mind lately, but I'm kind of worried that our appreciation for glue has gone down. And I don't mean anything like recreational here, applying the bunny ears. I just refer you to my 90s childhood, which was filled with the wonder of the pencil box bookmark. If you were a child of the 90s, or you've frequented BuzzFeed in the last decade, you've likely seen a picture of these majestical beasts. That's right, they were so magical, they were in fact majestical. We were very serious about ours in my fifth grade class. I remember watching the ingenuity and invention of my classmates as they added eraser shavings, bits of crayons to theirs. I may be remembering this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that someone even included flower petals at one point. It was a masterpiece. We'd wait for hours in anticipation. Those of us who knew our own weakness would simply complete the project at the end of the day, and then we'd just leave the pencil box drying on the counter in the classrooms to await our arrival the next morning when everything would be done, dry, ready, and ready to craftily defend our place in our book. For those of you who don't know, and that's okay, the name of the game in elementary school, at least at my school, was Elmer's. Elmer's glue. You would use the liquid glue to fill like these slight indentations in your pencil box's logo. You'd fill it up with the white gooey mess that looked way too much like marshmallow sauce to be left around your younger siblings, and then you'd top it off with your specialty, be it glitter, eraser shavings, crayon bits, or whatever else you might have found in your pockets. Then you'd leave it to dry. When it was done, you'd peel the glue off and have a perfectly sized, one-of-a-kind, made-by-the-sweat-of-your-own-brow bookmark. The sense of accomplishment, of making your mark, haha, on the world, declaring with every turn of the page and subsequent shutting of a book with your place safely preserved that you were here. You were alive once and you accomplished great things, great art, with great practical use. These bookmarkers of respect, of human sweat, ingenuity, and creativity, human dignity, have, alas, faded into the background of time. But our use and appreciation for glue and all other adhesives of its kind have not. Where would the world be without such metaphors as you're the glue that holds us together? Or won't you stick around? Or even that sage wisdom of the playground. I'm rubber. You're glue. Whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks back onto you. Where indeed would we be? So, let's take a short moment for a little appreciation for the one, the only, namesake of Elmer's, glue. Turns out, the adhesive industry is booming, making more than $11 billion in the United States alone. It seems that glue has almost always been a part of life. Glues in various forms have been around for many thousands of years. The first documented use of a type of glue was in 200,000 B.C., where it was mixed with paint and used for cave drawings. This helped to preserve these drawings, that's why we can see them today, and these kinds of glues typically came from the bark of birch trees. No word yet on the bookmarks from that era, but I look forward to caveman bookmarks someday in the future, and not just because it was my high school mascot. Yeah, that's right, we were the cavemen. Really high bar there. Aside from cave drawings, over the years, glue was used in various forms, many of which were in the realm of tools. 
making tools and repairing them, and were therefore not always accessible to your everyday person, but instead to nobles, woodworkers, and other craftsmen and women. In ancient Egypt, animal glue was used primarily to strengthen papyrus and to build furniture for noblemen. In fact, you can still see some of these pieces of furniture on display in museums. And for those of you who are curious about animal glue and its processes, how to make it, I'm not going to get into that here. Just know that it involves boiling. Yep. It's, yep, it's a thing. It's an ordeal. This same type of glue, animal glue, was used in ancient Greece and Rome, as well as Asia, North and South America, and Africa for furniture and tools. The Greeks and Romans also used animal glue for mosaics and construction. After the fall of the Roman Empire, however, these glues just kind of went out of style in Europe. In the 16th century, concurrent with the rise of science and the Renaissance age, glue saw a return and was used again among woodworkers and other craftsmen. This resurgence saw glue used in musical instruments, making way for new types of instruments like the violin, the guitar, and the piano that were impossible to craft beforehand. Other types of glue have also flourished, such as mortar, egg and fish-based glues, and tar-based glues, which were especially useful in the crafting of ships and other vessels. Rubber-based glues began to enter the scene in the mid-1800s. Full, synthetic adhesives were becoming more and more popular and accessible by the 1930s. In 1942, Dr. Harry Coover Jr. was working on a project to help Allied forces during World War II. Along the way, he accidentally created what we now know as superglue. He originally abandoned his accidental discovery, though, because it didn't solve the problem for the Allied troops he was trying to solve. Years later, Dr. Coover revisited his accident and in 1958 released the first superglue to the public. Which, for many of us, is second only to duct tape in its usefulness, and has made for a lot of silly situations involving crepe paper, fingertips, and sandpaper in our future. At least, I'm hoping that you've never had something worse than that stuck to you because of superglue. Coover went on to patent around 460 additional inventions, but the one that we're talking about is exceptionally versatile. Superglue has many more uses than accidentally gluing yourself to your diorama. It is used for waterproofing items that go underwater. It can hold up to and over 1.25 tons of weight. It is used in forensics to lift fingerprints, and it's even used in cosmetics. These days, glue is literally all around us an essential part of our modern day life. Most important of which, of course, is that of making sure we get right back to the page in our book. Nobody wants to lose their spot right before the ending. These days, glue is all around us, an essential part of our modern day life, from our shoes, to our furniture, to our instruments, to our fourth grade dioramas. The most important use of glue, though, as we all know, is that of keeping our place in our book. I gotta go find me one of those pencil boxes again so I can make one. Anywho, I hope that you all have a great day. And remember that when we stick together, life is just a little bit better. And all that's because of glue. Thanks, y'all. Take care. Have a great day.